You're listening to the 103rd edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We continue in Psukim from Abzundel. Brings the famous Pesach, Those who know your name will trust you because you have not forsaken those who search you out, Hashem. Powerful Pesach, we say it every day. How does one come to trust in Hashem? This Pesach gives us the secret. Well, let's see, he brings many different Mephorshim here. Says the Alkut Shemaini. How is it that we know that we can trust in Hashem? Min The way that we know that Hashem is going to help us, we know that we can trust in Hashem. We know that Hashem will help those who know Him. It's because Because you never forsook those who trusted in you. And let's see how the Mephorshim speak about this. The Radak says like this. Dinhu means that it's, it's, not just, it doesn't, it's not just something that's nice. It's not just something that, that uh, we would wish. Dinhu means that it's, it's correct. It's absolutely, it's mukhrach. It must be that we can trust in Hashem, as the people of Israel do today. The people of Israel trust in Hashem. The Jewish people trust in Hashem. Why? It's because of the fact that we saw. It's our experience. It's our constant experience with Hashem. Hashem does not forsake those who seek Him out. When we were in trouble, when we had... You know, our back was against the wall. We had nowhere to go. We had nowhere to run. Hashem helped us. Hashem saved us. Hashem provided for us. Hashem gave us our needs. So it's our experience that, that guarantees, guarantees that Hashem is going to help us. Why? Because we know. So the question is, is that because, well, Hashem demonstrated for us in the past, therefore we need not worry it's going to be true in the future? Or is it because of the fact that He that he demonstrated it for us. Therefore, we have bitachin. Therefore, we trust in Hashem, and therefore Hashem provides for us. So let's see, because there's a few ways of understanding these verse, this verse. And uh, many pshatim, they're all, they're all food for thought. They're all different ways of thinking of the same thing. It says, The Yosef Tehilas Lahachidah, the Chidah writes, Ki Hashem. You did not forsake those who sought you, Hashem. Famous verse as well, we say at the end of benching. I was young, I was old, I saw lots of experiences in my life, King David says. I never saw a righteous individual who was forsaken, who was, who was starving in the streets. Pasuk says, who promises Yaakov Avinu, Jacob, he says, I will not forsake you. And this is a reference, as the Chida, to the fact that Hashem always provides us with food, with our basic necessities of life. That's what our sages meant when they said, which we read first in the Yalkut. How do we know that we can trust in Hashem? 
How do we know that those who know Hashem's name can trust Him? That those who are committed to their relationship with Hashem, that they can trust Him? We know it from the fact that it says, or from the fact that we see that Hashem did not forsake those who searched Him out. What does this medrash mean? It means that how do we have power? Where does our power come from to have bitachin? What's the root of our bitachin? What is the, the, the momentum? What gives momentum to our bitachin? It's because of the fact that we find the Pasuk says that, that Hashem does not forsake the righteous. It's something that we experience. We look at our experience and we see, look, Hashem is always taking care of us. Hashem is always taking care of those who, who look to Him. So that guarantees, and that gives, gives us the power, gives us the ability to have bitachim. That's the chidah. Here comes a statement from Reb Chaim Vital. Reb Chaim Vital, student of the Arizal. Yireh. He says, it seems, There's two people. There's two types of people. There are those who from when they were very young, they're called, we could call them FFB. They were from from birth. From their very young age, they had a sense of Hashem in their life. When they were young, perhaps they were mechunach that way, they were raised that, that way, they were educated that way, or maybe just they naturally had an atiyah towards spirituality. They had, a, they had leanings towards uh, spirituality. So they trust in Hashem always. There's two different things here. There's, there's the, those who trust in Hashem and there's those who are Darish Hashem. So they always saw that you never, they always, throughout their life, they're always looking for it, they were always experiencing it, that Hashem never leaves those who, those who are searching, searching for Him, those who are seeking Him out. Not only, he says, the Pasuk is also saying that not only those who have always sought and experienced Hashem, not only do they have this bitachon or have this ability to have bitachon or, or are they drawn towards bitachon or they have the potential for bitachon, but even those who are brand new at the spiritual game, so to speak, they're, they're first-timers. They're Bali Tshuva. They're searching out Hashem for the first time. They've never experienced Hashem before. You don't, Hashem, you don't forsake them. They're the Darshech Hashem. So, if Hashem takes care of those who are searching Him out for the first time, they've never sought out God before, but now they are, and Hashem takes care of them, certainly, says the Pasuk, according to Rebbe Yital's understanding, certainly, those who have always been searching out Hashem, they can be assured that their bitachon, that their faith in Hashem, will work. It will be guaranteed. They'll receive what they need. Here's another small piece from the Chidah. Efshel fire shall pimash akasab yushami yuma. We can explain, based on the, the Gemara in Yerushalmi and Yuma, Paragimel Sef Allah Chazayin, Hashem, very interesting. If a person has a relationship with God, you're not allowed to benefit from anybody else. 
Like we, right, like we find by Yosef. It's like Yosef was someone, as a Pasuk testifies, that his, he was constantly mentioning Hashem. There was blessings in his life. Why? There was blessings when he was in the house of Potiphar. There was blessings wherever he went. Why? Because he was always mentioning Hashem. So he had a unique and special relationship with Hashem. Now because of that, when he asked the Saramashkim, the wine bearer of Pharaoh, for help, it was a sin. Why? Because if you have a relationship with God, why are you asking a, a minion, a, a, lower, a lower person, for help? That's what the Gemara and the Yushalmi indicates, the Chida says, that if you have a relationship with Hashem, so you, you can't come on to people, you can't depend on people. You have to focus on your relationship with Hashem. Ask Hashem for what you need. That's what the verse means when it says that those who know your name will trust in you. It means that those who know Hashem, those who have a relationship with Hashem, they can't come on to other people. And therefore, those who know Hashem's special name, which means, perhaps it means that they you know the certain kavanas, the Kabbalistic intentions that you have when you say the verses, when you say, when you daven, etc. Those who have a unique relationship with Hashem, they're not allowed to ask people for help. They're not allowed to ask a human being, to come out to a human being for help. And therefore, they're much more guaranteed. It's like we've seen previously that part of the way that Bitochen works is because of the fact that if I show my complete reliance on Hashem, if I show that I don't think I'm going to get it from anywhere else, so that Hashem has to help me. Just like if someone would come to you and say to you, I have nowhere, I have nowhere else to go, please help me. So you'll figure out how to help them. Right? The fact that somebody has nowhere else to go that that motivates us to help them. And it's the same thing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He programmed us that way because that's how He is, as it were. If we have nowhere else to go, so then Hashem is going to help us. And the person who has a true relationship with Hashem has nowhere else to go, says the Chida. King David prayed on behalf of Klai Now listen to this, it's beautiful. That even though when they're even though they're not specifically asking for help from Hashem, they're not saying Hashem help me, Hashem provide for me. David Amalek was saying in this passage, Hashem should protect them and take care of them in their troubles and in their pain. From the very fact that they know his name. Meaning, there's two ways that I can get help from Hashem. I can get help from Hashem by asking for help. Right? If you're driving along on the highway, driving along on the street, let's say not the highway, and you see a guy stick out his finger. You see in Eretz Yisrael we stick out the finger, or in America they stick out their thumb, right? You see somebody asks for help, so then you're going to help them. But you may not be motivated naturally to help somebody if you don't know that they need help, or if you don't see that they need help. If they don't ask for help. Right? Hashem, David HaMelech is asking of Hashem, please, help the Jewish people whether or not they ask for help. Says the Alshich. David Melch was praying, he was praying, Hashem, help the Jewish people just from the fact that they have bitachim. Without even expressing it in words, they just, they have confidence in you. They trust you that things are going to be alright because you're going to help them without even expressing it with their mouth. 
Right, David Amalekh is basically saying, look, if they're davening, if they're praying, if they're asking for something, I don't need to, I don't need to, to ask Hashem that he should answer their prayers. Of course, it's like, it's a spiritual principle. If you pray, if you ask Hashem for help, he's going to help you. You never, you never, uh, you Hashem never forsake those who seek you out, those who ask you for help. David Amalek is saying, those who trust in you, help them just from the fact that they trust in you, without them even expressing it with their mouth, per se. Kevaldik. So, it's an amazing prayer. King David prayed on our behalf. And by repeating this verse, we, can, we, we remember that bitachin is enough. Trusting in Hashem is enough, without even saying a word. Amazing. That's the al Archad Sadikim says in Shara Simcho. He says, you know, we have two things. We have Bitochen and we have Amuna. Right? What's the difference between Bitochen and Amuna? Bitochen is confidence, Amuna is belief, it's faith. Ubitochen you have Shabaloy Amuna, he says, you can't have Bitochen, you can't be confident that Hashem will help you without also having Amuna. Who can trust in Hashem? says the Archad Sadikim. Those who know Hashem's name. What does that mean? If you know about Hashem, you understand Hashem's greatness. Right? You know Hashem's name, you know what His name means. It means, He is HaKal Yachol. He has all the power in the world. He was, He is, He always will be. He is the, He's the, He brings everything into existence. If you understand what Hashem's name means, if you know Hashem's name, and you believe with all of your heart, if you understand, in other words, you need a certain intellectual understanding before you can start to have bitachim, which is a, which is a feeling, which is a confidence. How can I have confidence that Hashem's going to provide for me and help me and give me everything that I need? The answer is, because I know that He's somebody who can do it. I know that he is somebody who is giving existence to everything at this moment. This rock that I'm sitting on, it exists. It's holding me up because Hashem is holding it up. The grass that's around me, the, the, the bugs flying in the air, they all exist because of his his power of ex- giving existence. Says the Archa Sadikim. Bitachan which is confidence, and amuna, which means the intellectual understanding, they're partners, if you don't have that intellectual understanding, you can't have bitachin. If you don't think that Hashem can do anything, then you can't have bitachin and confidence that He's going to do anything for you. So that's very important. It's foundational, right? He's just really explaining the first part of the Pesach. Those Those who trust you, why do they trust you? Because they know your name. Because they understand who you are. They understand that Hashem is someone who has all the power. That's the Orchid Sadiqim. Okay, let's see. He brings here from the Shaz, which was of the Ma'aril. Sha'ilo, he asks the following question about something that we say in Davening every single day, three times a day. What is the understanding? Of the verse, the verse says, "Give good reward, 
Give good reward to all those who trust in you, in your, in your name and truth. And place our portion amongst them. He says, Obviously, Hashem gives good reward to those who trust in His name. Like that's, that's, a, that's a obvious A, then B, right? If you trust in Hashem, you get reward. So, We find, our Savior tells us, that Hashem guarantees that if you do something good, there's going to be a reward for that. You're going to receive the results of what you've done. There's no such thing as not getting reward for something good that you've done. So what is this, what is this request? Why are we asking Hashem, Hashem, give good reward to all those who trust in your, in your, in your name? Tshuva, says the Maharil, the answer is, He brings from the Rekeach, The Saint Zachar Toiv, Give good reward to all those who trust in your name and truth. Their reward is with them. Their reward is with them. Why? Because they trusted in you with a full heart. So what are we asking for? In other words, yes, there's a natural reward. We're saying something more. We're not just asking for reward that we've done something good, give us our reward. That's guaranteed. Hashem promises that. We're saying something more. We're saying we don't just want reward in the world to come. Right? That's guaranteed. That we know. Hashem promises. He will not hold back the reward for any. But you might have to wait for that reward. We're saying give us reward here as well. Or and it seems the Maral says that the Kavana here is What does it mean? What does it mean? Good reward, right? Isn't that the definition of what reward is? Obviously it's good. Right? Reward is the experience that we have in the future of the light of Hashem shining upon us, perhaps. That's the Pashtas. The the ultimate joy, the ultimate enjoyment is the experience of Hashem's light. What's sachar tov? What's good reward? Uh, is there something that's not? The pasuk is saying, and al tzadikim were saying that we don't just want reward in the world to come. We don't just want to see the results of our actions in the world of shakulei tov. But we want to be able to see it even here, even in our world. We want sachar tov. Which means that we see the good here in this world. We see the results of what we desired. Right? We want to see that Hashem does not forsake those who seek Him out in this world. We want to see in this world the reward, the, the response to that which we seek. Let's read one more little parish here. From the Rekeach, the Rekeach on Tvila on prayers, he says like this, based on this pasuk: Those who know your name, they will trust in you, Hashem. What does it mean? That what does the name of Hashem mean? Yud Vavke. 
What does it mean? Because we're like we said before, we we are recognizing Hashem, and therefore we cannot be talking. We know who Hashem is. We know the name of Hashem. We know what it means, right? So the name Yud Kevavke. What does it mean? It means that Hashem is with the person who trusts in Him. Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Listen to this. This is incredible." The Jewish people are going to ask me, Moshe says, I'm going to come to beguile them. I'm going to come to redeem them from their troubles. And they're going to ask, what is his name? What is God's name? What will I tell them? Right? Yisrael needs to understand if you want a redemption, you need to know who God is. You need to know, like we saw before, that God is HaKal Yachol. He is, has all of the power, but not just that, He is with you. He's there with you. He's not just aloof. He's not in the heavens, but He's here next to you, sitting beside you, on a rock, on a hill, in the hills near Beit Shemesh. Hashem is with you. We need to know that He's with us in order to have Bitochen, to, know, to, to, to feel guaranteed that He's going to save us. Shem says to him, this is what I need you to tell them. I need to tell you, I need you to tell them that I am, I will be, that I will be, which means, what does it mean, I will be, that I will be? It means that I will be with you in your troubles. When Moshe says, that Hashem says, that he will be with you in your troubles, they will immediately know that Hashem's name is Yudkei Vavkei. Because what is the name Yudkei Vavkei? Shehoya ima Adam. The name Yudkei Vavkei represents that Hashem is with me. Yudkei Vavkei, Hashem is with me. That's what Yudkei Vavkei means. Hashem is with me. He's with me in my troubles. He will be with, be with me in all of my troubles. Anytime I'm in trouble, He is with me. And that's how I can have bitachin. Chin Ramas Hashem b'seif elutevis li ma shmoi ma omarle. If you look at the last letters of the words li ma shmoi ma, which means when they ask me what is his name, what will I say to them? The last letters are yud and then a hey and then a vav and then a hey. Because Hashem yudke vavke is hidden. I would say even deeper in the question. Where is Hashem? What is His name? We need to know who He is. We need to know that He's with us. That's what it means in our verse that it says that those who know His name, You have not forsaken us when we know that Hashem is with us with all of our hearts. That guarantees that guarantees that we can have bitachin, that we can have full faith in Hashem, that He will take care of us in every trouble that we encounter. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.